Yeah, hey everyone, Kelvin here. This is episode 28 of Res Metal Podcast. It's just going to be me uh, solo this week. I uh, wasn't able to set up a band interview. Um, I tried, but uh, was unsuccessful, uh, which is okay. You know, I'm still uh, hoping to talk to some uh, bands these next few weeks. So um, this week, I'm just going to talk about some albums that came out back in uh, a couple months ago, back in May and June of this year. Um, so yeah, these are all albums that just, you know, really, you know, caught my attention and uh, been listened to a lot lately. Uh, if you're a fan of death metal and traditional, like, heavy metal, you'll probably dig this. But um, I don't know, I know there's a lot of albums that came out on you know seeing people's posts on social media that have been getting a lot of praise um you know i did try to listen to everything that you know I, I noticed people are you know recommending but you know i can only listen to so much and um you know i just i guess i just have a particular taste and most of that's like you know death metal and kind of like uh old school de- uh, old school heavy metal um, but yeah, this probably just, you know, reflects what my taste is. Um, but, uh, yeah, if there's anything that I didn't listen to or didn't mention, definitely, you know, comment or, you know, send me a message, you know, tell me that, you know, I'm an idiot for not mentioning a particular album. Uh, anyway, I'm going to play a song from the band Thorn, um, and they, Thorn is a one-man uh, death metal project out of Phoenix, Arizona. And this is the first full-length album, which was released by Gurgling Gore and Life After Death Records. Um, this isn't standard death metal. Uh, it's more, I'd say, more like death doom metal. But, the you know, it's down-tuned. There's a lot of atmosphere and sampling throughout the album. Uh, there's parts of the album where there's just like super fast, like blast beats, but then that kind of quickly goes back into Death Doom. Um, there's a song called, uh, Vex by Archaic Smoke that it's like that. It just comes out, you know, super fast and then kind of settles into a Death Doom groove. Also, what I like about this album is that there's a, a cover of At The Gates, uh, Nausea which uh, got me, gave me some, which earned some extra style points for me just because I'm a huge At The Gates fan. But um, this is the second release from Thorn. The first release was an EP called The Encompassing Nothing, so definitely just picks up where that one left off. All right, I'm going to play the title track of that song, uh, Crawling Worship, so check it out.
the next album I'm going to talk about is from the band Ghastly, and their album Mercurial Passages came out on 20 Bucks Spin back in May, I believe. Uh, it's another death metal album, uh, only this time it's uh, international, coming in from Finland. Uh, this is their third full-length album, Mercurial Passages. Um, yeah, I mean, Ghastly, you know, come from Finland, so they're going to play that Finnish death metal style. Uh, only their style is more, I'd say, I don't know, it's really eerie. Like I like the 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 way the songs build up and... Uh, one thing that really stood out to me is just the lead guitar. It's like has like a psychedelic kind of feel to it. And um, yeah, I definitely feel like these guys um, may have been uh, under the influence of some psychedelics. Uh, they remind me of that band uh, Horrendous from um, I think from the U.S., but uh, definitely more of a eerie vibe. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play uh, their song called Perdition, so check it out.
All right, one more death metal track for you. This one is Grave Miasma, their album Abyss of Wrathful Deities, which was released by Dark Descent Records. Uh, this is just straight up no bullshit death metal. Uh, they come from London, England, I believe. Um, if you love just, you know, straight death metal, you'll dig Grave Miasma's album. Uh, this is their second album, Abyss of Wrathful Deities. Yeah, it's just raw in your face, like, you know, mid-90s death metal sound. I feel like bands like Incantation, uh, Dead Congregation, Obliteration, pretty much any band that ends with T-I-O-N, uh, you'll love Grave Miasma. Yeah, it's just dirty, raw, like, frantic death metal, um... I don't really know how else to describe it other than, you know, it carries on the incantation uh, tradition. All right, I'm going to play their song. It's actually the first song off that album, Guardians of Death, so check it out.
All right, I'm going to play some Go Ahead and Die from their self-titled album that came out on Nuclear Blast Records. Yeah, I've been a fan of this album ever since it was first announced at the beginning of the year. I'm a huge Max Cavalera fan. And, uh, you know, with the exception of him firing Mark Rizzo from Soulfly, you know, everything does, everything that Max does is genius. Uh, So the story with Go Ahead and Die is that Max and his son Igor uh, started a death metal project that uses elements of punk and hardcore. Yeah, just the name and the logo definitely are callbacks to bands like Black Flag and Discharge. And then they recruited the uh, Black Curse and Chemist drummer Zach Coleman, which was a smart move. Uh, yeah, the lyrics are, you know, just pissed off uh, political commentary. Uh, the song I'm going to play, Truckload Full of Bodies, uh, was written about the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, about how a lot of the victims of the virus were dying at such a fast rate that the hospitals had to use uh, refrigerated storage uh, truck trailers to store bodies. I remember hearing that this was reported at Flagstaff Medical Center uh, last spring and summer, um, just because there was a lot of victims from the Navajo Reservation, um, you know, passing away at Flagstaff Medical Center, which is pretty sad. Uh, Definitely rest in peace to all those victims. But yeah, the lyrics in the album here are just, you know, pissed off and um, really, I really dig it. Um, But yeah, be sure to check out Go Ahead and Die Live uh, when Soulfly stops in uh, Tempe in September. Um, Yeah, hopefully the Soulfly tour that's going underway doesn't, you know, run into any hiccups. And uh, they did just go to Albuquerque and I was lucky enough to catch like the last 30 minutes of Soulfly. So, um, anyway, this is the song truckload full of bodies. So check it out. Yeah. 
All right, next I'm going to play a song from the band Yapja from their album The Lurch, which came out on Relapse Records. And uh, yeah, holy shit, I love this album. Um, first off, the the name of the band Yapja, it's named after the, the movie The Predator. Um, the Predator's... Um, I guess the race is Yautja, so it's pretty cool. Anyway, um, yeah, this album, yeah, just reminds me a lot of, like, Relapse Records bands that, you know, are just kind of, like, pulling from different eras of Relapse. Uh, when I was in high school, I was a big fan of those uh, Relapse Records um, compilation CDs called Contaminated. Uh, Contaminated uh, a compilation. It was, like, a $5 CD, and you had, like, you know 20 or 30 songs from nothing but relapse bands but yeah i used to love uh checking those out uh when i was in high school so listening to yacht joe really brought me back to that you know early to mid uh, 2000s relapse roster yeah when you listen to it i definitely hear a lot of elements from burnt by the sun macedon high on fire uh pig destroyer uh dillinger escape plan and uh, they definitely have like that, um, like a Lord Dying um, type of uh, type of sound too. Um, definitely a lot of sludge and um, yeah, sludge metal like uh, from that like part of the country, the eastern uh, southern part of the country. But yeah, if you dig the sludgy riffs, galloping drums. Uh, just like shrieking vocals and a lot of cool off-time uh, signatures, you'll dig this album. So definitely an album of the year contender. I'm going to play their song, Clock Cleaner, so check it out.
I'm going to play two songs back to back just because they kind of come from the same uh, style. Uh, I'm going to play songs from uh, Bewitcher um, and um, their song Sign of the Wolf and then also Vulture and their song Starcross City. So I'm going to play both these because, you know, they're definitely cut from the same cloth. You know, that speed and, you know, traditional heavy metal style that just reeks of denim and leather uh so yeah this is the first time i really kind of picked up on bewitcher but uh vulture i've been a fan of vulture for a couple years now i was a big fan of vulture's last album the ghastly waves and battered graves back in 2019 so it's just fun metal to listen to i think i really enjoy these um bands because when i started out listening to metal i was really into like before i really got into like really heavy like heavy metal or you know death metal and black metal extreme metal i listened to a lot of like classic rock and 80s metal so uh when i went to school in flagstaff i listened to a lot of 93.9 the mountain so really listened to a lot of like black sabbath led zeppelin thin lizzy judas priest uh, dio metallica like scorpions queensryche even now, I still listen to like Def Leppard on a regular basis. So, yeah, this the '80s traditional metal uh, always has a uh, a place in my heart. So, yeah, I'm gonna be playing uh, Bewitcher first, The Sign of the Wolf, and then right after that, Vulture, Starcross City. So, check it out. <laughs> Sometimes a man is a man as well Shotgun blast as he runs through the wind blade 
right, three more songs left. Um, I'm going to play first up uh, Against Evil. Uh, the album End of the Line, I believe, was uh, self-released by the band. Um, they're actually from uh, from India. They're from uh, Yasa Kapatnam uh, city of India. And so, yeah, one thing I love about, you know, listening to bands and metal bands is that just a lot of the, you know, music of metal is just global. You know, there's, you know, just bands from different parts of the countries uh, across the globe. Um, you know, you have bands from the U.S., South America, Europe, you know, Australia that all, you know, share the same uh, appreciation for this type of music, which I don't really see in a whole lot of uh, other genres. But yeah, so Against Evil, they, you know, play definitely traditional heavy metal with elements of thrash, speed, and power metal. Uh, I actually heard them, heard their interview on Bandcamp Radio, and uh, their vocalist, Shashank Venkat, I believe, was interviewed, and he just kind of talked about the metal scene in India. And so, yeah, definitely, um, you know, I definitely was won over and uh, ordered the album from the band, which took a while, took over a month for me to, to get, but, you know, I finally got it, and I've been listening to it all weekend. Um, but yeah, you know, India are just now getting over their really bad uh, wave of COVID-19. Uh, so really hope the band and the people in that country are recovering uh, during this time. All right, I'm going to play their, I think it's the second song off the album called uh, Speed Demon. So check it out.
almost done. So if you're still listening, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to play uh, next a song from the band Cryptic Mutation. Uh, their album Pulled from the Pit came out on Redefining Darkness. So uh, Cryptic Mutation are kind of like a like a thrash, uh, kind of brutal death metal band out of McAllen, Texas. And uh, I really love this album. Uh, actually, I love their name. And even the album art, you know, um, they definitely check off all the boxes of uh, what I consider, you know, quality um, metal release. Um, yeah, I've been just deep diving into the band for a few weeks now. I found them on Bandcamp just scrolling. I mean, I, you know, saw their artwork that, you know, caught my eye. And the album art is like a painting of a gigantic mutant just impaling humans. Uh, through the face so definitely cool um just screamed like late 80s second wave thrash metal uh, like you know bands like nuclear assault and carnivore um yeah the artists i looked up his name's andre buzikov and he's done album art for bands like municipal waste toxic holocaust cannabis corpse and skeleton witch so they definitely have some credibility with picking him as their uh, album art uh, or artist um but yeah i love the way they you know they use melodic guitar throughout the album and then there you know there's definitely a thrash metal foundation with some uh death metal uh elements but yeah i love that um i listened to a podcast interview with them and uh sounds like they're really uh big video gamers and so a lot of the songs uh, they wrote are inspired by you know different video games, and the song I really like, uh, Demon's Crest, uh, is based off of a Super Nintendo game by the same name, and you know even the melody of the song is taken from the the video game. So I'm gonna play that now. So check it out. I need your mortal coil. I need the form of your miserable carcass. I need your vile image.
All right. Uh, last song I'm going to play has uh, probably been listening to the most uh, the past like three or four months now. And this is from the band Silver Talon, and their album Decadence and Decay came out from M Theory Records. Um, holy shit. Yeah, I'm just a big fan of everything that this band is all about. You know, everything from the, you know, just the the sound, you know, that they're making and also that they share members with a, a lot of bands I, you know, big fan of. Uh, I believe they're from the Portland, Oregon area. They play like a power metal, uh, which sounds like a direct descendant of 80s Queensryche and, uh, you know, latter day Nevermore. Um, if you can think of like uh, the that vocal sound, you know, from the vocalist Jeff Tate and World Dane from Queensryche and Nevermore. And played with some technical, like, you know, power and thrash metal. Um, but yeah, Silvertown, they share members of the band Unto Others, who are definitely rising in the mainstream metal scene right now. Also, they had members that played in a band called Spellcaster, uh, who broke up and went on to form Unto Others, and now Silvertown. But yeah, I feel like Spellcaster never got the attention that they deserved. Uh, I really, you know, was a big fan of their Spellcasters 2016 album, Night Hides the World. And, you know, I still listen to that even today. But yeah, that that album, Spellcaster, you know, just has so many memorable songs, catchy hooks. And I feel like Silver Talon just pick up where Spellcaster left off. Um, but then they brought in a vocalist with more, um, you know, just more soaring uh, vocals. But yeah, I love this album. Definitely a top five album for me this year. And uh, even the they have a song, uh, the song I'm going to play, Resistance 2029. They have a guest solo from Andy LaRock, who uh, is guitarist for Merciful Fate and King Diamond. But anyway, I uh, hope everyone enjoyed listening. And um, I'm, I'm going to have to do this again for albums that came out in July and August. So I'll definitely keep listening to music and I'll uh, do something like this again. All right, take care. Be safe. Uh, yeah.